We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my mom? Digital pen, hard at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Nerds. I'm Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor at Search Engine Journal, and I'm joined here today by Danielle Antos. She's our Senior Editor, and we're here with another installment of Freelancers Forum, where we cover topics that relate to freelancers or people who own their own business, or even people that kind of want to grow their personal brand. So, Danielle, welcome. Hello. I wanted to talk about something today that you and I have talked about in the past, and that Mm -hmm. is the value of buying specific things that are going to help you invest in yourself, but then also tying that into the value of your time. So buying things that make your life easier and make your time better spent. Right. Yeah, it's really hard when you start out, right? Because if you started out, at least like I did, you know, I started out with kind of a side hustle, working normal nine to five job and then working weekends and nights. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to spend money on stuff at that point. And then when you finally do get free and you go full time or you start your own business, whichever way, whichever route you go, um, you get to a point where you do, you have to spend the money and it's, it's really hard to change that mentality from kind of a bootstrapping to a more, more legitimate business kind of. Yeah, exactly. I know um, when I was first getting started, the main things that I spent money on was education and technology. So I had very limited resources, kind of like what you mentioned, but mm-hmm. I would pay my own way to go to conferences like South by Southwest Interactive because I knew that that helped me kind of learn a lot and I could add that to my resume and website. And then it also gave me a lot of good networking opportunities. Yeah, conferences are a big one. Um, I've actually been pretty lucky with SCJ. We usually get coverage, like we cover them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I haven't had to invest in that as much. But um, I have done memberships to like local groups where, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks a year for weekly or monthly networking events. And that's definitely worth it. Yeah. I agree. Um, Another area is technology. So I have a MacBook right now and I spent, you know, probably two to three times as much as for the same power that I could get with a PC. But I like Macs just the way the iOS is. It's easier to use. It's more friendly. It just works better. And so in that instance um, of technology, computers, cameras, that kind of stuff is a lot more um, worth my time and worth the money I'm going to spend. Whatever. You just feel cooler with Apple. It's okay. (laughs) And I do have a rainbow keyboard, which I could probably get with a PC, but it's not the same. I'm more of a PC. And also, I think you do a little bit more uh, design type stuff than I do as well. I'm more words-based. It's something as simple as like... Getting the, so like Pick Monkeys, one of my favorite, if you're making like social media posts, stuff like that, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, to make any kind of designs and graphics, if you're, you don't want to pay for Photoshop, let's be fair. 
which if you're an actual designer, you should pay for the Photoshop. You should always pay for the Photoshop if you legitimately need it. But if you're just making Facebook posts, cover photos for WordPress, stuff like that, PicMonkey's fantastic. Well, they have, I forget what it's called. It's some like upgraded version where you get more fonts and you get more stuff. And I think it's $5 a year. Maybe the price has gone up, but stuff like that, that it's, it's really hard to separate yourself from your really hard earned money. But stuff like that is worth it. If you can create a better product, if you can come across as more professional, if you can then somewhere down the road, charge higher rates, which is really what you're investing in. Yeah. And if it makes your work better, Mm-hmm. Um, or more efficient than it's worth it. Like, uh, for example, you know, I have my regular computer, which is a laptop, but then last year I bought a Chromebook. So mm-hmm. it was about 200 bucks, I think, but it's a tiny, tiny computer, bare bones. But because of that, I've actually been more efficient with work because then I've taken that on trips, so then I'm able to get more work done versus when I probably wouldn't have brought my normal computer. Um, So things like that, that if you think that buying a tablet is going to help you live tweet more conferences, for example, which could lead to more exposure and maybe even clients, then that cost might be worth it. It's just depending on how you're going to use something and if you're able to justify the cost. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because like I said, you're you're going from bootstrapping to Mm -hmm. really deciding on what investing in. But if you're spending you know, an extra 15, 20 seconds waiting for a file to open because your computer's too slow for the workload that you need. Okay. That doesn't seem like a big deal, but I mean, honestly think about how much time you're wasting over the course of a day. And if that was billable or if you could be catching up on your Netflix queue, if that's what you really want to be doing, whatever, like you really need to think about that. It's bootstrapping's not at a certain point. It's no longer the way to go and you need to invest in the equipment to be a true professional. I completely agree. My um, computer before the Mac MacBook was a PC because I was trying to be practical, but it got right. to the point, like what you said, I was literally, even if it was on sleep, it wasn't even completely shut off, I would open it and it would just take so long to load. It would first affect my frame of mind. I would, it put me in a bad mood. And then yeah, also, you get frustrated. yeah, if it was 10 to 15 minutes until it's all you know, loaded where it's not slow anymore, we'll multiply that by five or six days. I mean, that's already over an hour, depending on length. And so it really does add up. If you think about, if you're making little, um, little, like, I can't, I'm completely thinking on the word, like, if you're compromising, um, just because you don't want to spend the money, but it's like, sacrificing hours of your time or hours that you could be spent working or even on something you enjoy then it's going to be worth the cost. It is. And you have to decide that for yourself and for your own business. But I think too often people get caught in a kind of a twirl of not spending money because they just don't spend money when at a certain point you need to take the time and spend the money. Yes, I agree. Um, So kind of moving from, you know, stuff that makes you a better freelancer and a better worker to, to how things make you feel and how that, how you portray yourself, you know, can change your business. I wanted to touch on that a little bit. So you had mentioned one thing that you do um, for yourself and your husband, since you both work from home, um, that sometimes not everyone does. And what is that? That is hiring a house cleaner. Okay, so I, I'm going to give you some background on this. I'm super frugal. Like, I cut lotion bottles to get the bottom, you know, the last oh bit out of the gosh. bottom. 
Like, I, I don't like to spend money on stuff. We shop at thrift stores. Like, my husband's a lot more likely to invest in more name brand stuff than I am. But so my point is, is it's not my personality to spend money on a house cleaner. It's something I can do by myself. So why would I ever hire anything to do it? And I'll tell you what, I get up from my desk to go grab a cup of coffee. And I'm like, oh, I need to clean the dishes. Well, it'll just take two seconds. I'll do that real quick. Or I start sweeping or just whatever else. It avoids me and my husband arguing over who cleaned the toilet last. <laughs> we never have those fights because the toilet's clean. Yeah. Um, and it keeps me from getting distracted. And so when I'm off of work, I'm comparing my hourly rate to so what I do when I decide if something's worth money is I go okay how long does it take me to earn that money one thing I did which is kind of related to this we have a huge old rainbow vacuum which rainbow vacuums are amazing by the way I don't even know if they make them anymore but <laughs> never even heard of them the new ones were like $700 or something crazy Jesus. and they use water tanks and so it's really good for allergies but it's so heavy because you're lugging around the vacuum and then the water and it still works great we bought it off Craigslist you know like six years ago but I was dreading the stupid lugging, filling it up, dumping out the water. So I invested in one of those uh, stick vacuums, the shark ones. It's like a shark upright. Nice. Where the motor is at the top. And um, it vacuums just as well as a regular vacuum. It was about 100 bucks on eBay refurbished. And because that is so much easier to use, I vacuum more now because... It, it makes it easier. And so that kind of goes back to the idea of investing in things that are going to make your life easier, whether that's having someone else do the job for you because you're just dreading it and you hate it so much, or if it's something like a vacuum that's going to make the chore a lot less terrible. I think it's really easy for, especially if you start out as I keep saying bootstrap, but that's what we're doing, right? When you move from like a side hustle to doing it full time. Yeah. It's really hard for you to listen to yourself. If there's a task that you consistently just dread doing and you know you put it off and you feel yourself putting it off and you know it's not going to be that bad, but you consistently are just like, eh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Those are the tasks within your business that you should consider outsourcing because if you're not, if your heart's not truly in it, the brain space that you're wasting on ignoring that task and then the length of time it's going to take you to get it done because you're dragging your feet. I don't know. It's just, it, it's so easy to get caught up in the, I don't want to pay someone to do that. But those tasks that I drag on, those are the ones that I choose to outsource. Someone can do it better, faster and cheaper. Yep. I agree. And you'll be, you're, um, if you actually look into it, it's crazy the kind of stuff you can outsource. I mean, I think there's even a company, I want to say it's in DC or maybe San Francisco, that you can pay people to stand in line for you. So, yes. like the DMV, I, I freaking hate going to the DMV. I have to like block out my, my schedule. And granted, Kansas, because I live in Kansas City, has gotten better. They now text you when it's almost your turn, and that's when you go in. So nice. it has gotten better, but it's just for some people, it means like hours of waiting. So you could outsource that. I mean, any any chore. Um, you could get a VA if there's like tasks in your office that you don't want to do. Um, I used to use Fancy Hands. It's uh, mm -hmm. FancyHands.com. It's 30 bucks a month, and I think you get five or six tasks. 
and you, um, it's all American-based VAs, not that that matters because we have great VAs at SEJ that live in the Philippines, but... Um, if you're trying to do calls and business hours Yes, exactly, like that's that, exactly what matter. I was going to say. They're in, you know, the U.S. time zones or whatever, and you can even specify. And so they'll do basic stuff. So if you've been meaning to order flowers for your mom and you keep forgetting, um, if you need to research, I use them... When I went to Greece with one of my friends earlier this year, I had them do all the research for all the tours that we might have been interested nice. in. Um, so there's tons of things that you could use them for. And 30 bucks a month? I mean, come on. It's I, I loved working with them. Um, they're a great company, so highly recommend. Yeah, I mean, depending on what you're doing, there's n very little reason that should be more than an hour hourly rate. $30. So exactly. And hopefully you're charging more than that. But even if you're just getting started, that's yeah. And that's the tasks, the tasks roll over. So let's say I only nice. use three tasks. It rolled over to the next month. So it's really cool. Save um, them all up for December. <laughs> exactly. Um, so kind of going back to the idea of the investments you make in yourself kind of affect how you feel. I know I touched mm -hmm. on that with my stupid old computer that took forever. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to talk about, which you know how obsessed I am with this article, and I'm going to mention the article because I am obsessed with it. So Neil Patel wrote an article, I think this year, about how he has spent, um, once he spent six figures, I think, on his wardrobe, it actually generated him like three times as much profit or whatever. It was a huge increase in income. Right. And the article was really controversial because people don't like hearing that, you know, clothes make that big of a difference, but they do. Um, he just talked about that when he wore designer clothes, then the way he felt about himself changed and the way per people perceived him changed. And I think that that is just so fascinating. Um that kind of made me step up my own game. Um, I still don't do really designer clothes like Gucci or Versace like he, like Neil does. But I started getting, you know, blouses for our SCJ Summit conferences that mm -hmm. were more than $15. You know, it's just something I didn't used to do. So um, I think kind of stepping up your game in the wardrobe department, especially if you usually work from home and then you're being asked to come into an office or present at a conference, it makes, at least it made me feel a lot more confident and put together. And I know that it's high quality pieces that I can wear for years to come. Right. I'm definitely going to say you should check out the thrift stores. You can find name brand stuff there. Um, yes. And I, I think I'm going to say what a lot of people are thinking, which is I wish I had $100,000 to spend on clothes. Um, but I don't think you necessarily need to dole out the cash money to yeah. get the same effect. Exactly, yes. Because like you've mentioned getting your hair done, and there's ways to – I of the mind that you spend either time or money for things – so if you go to a thrift store or you go to consignment shops to get a better deal on some of these designer pieces that are, you know, like the black slacks, the pencil skirts for women, the nice suit for men, stuff like that, you can find it for less if you have the, actually just about everything we're talking about comes down to you pay for things with time or money, right? Exactly. Um, cleaning up your house, everything like that. So if you don't have the cash to spend on the higher end clothes, consider thrift stores and consignment shops and stuff like that, I would say. 
Yes, I definitely agree. I've definitely found a lot of good like jeans and dress pants and stuff at thrift stores in the past. Um, I also go to Marshalls and TJ Maxx yes. a lot. Those For are my... me, it's Ross is my area. I do yeah. love the Ross. Yeah, so those are good. Um, another service I've used before is Golden Tote. So it's kind of like a subscription service, except it doesn't auto-enroll you. But um, a stylist, you tell a stylist what you like, and you get to choose one or two items that they offer depending on uh, what level. And then they send you um, two to three more pieces of clothing that is fit to what you're looking for. And I've had pretty good success with that uh, when it comes to new blouses and dresses and pants. So nice. definitely check that out, too. I mean, not cheap, but the average um, dollar amount per clothing item is about 30 bucks. So not, That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So there, there's, there are deals out there to be had. And we're not saying you need to spend... $162,000 like Neil did on his clothes. <laughs> but um, there are ways to kind of step up your game that make a difference. And um, I know you had mentioned my hair coloring. I get my hair colored probably every six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, probably more longer than that, eight to ten weeks. But um, I love the look of when my stylist colors my hair because I used to do it myself. And it's just really made an impact on how I feel about my hair as a whole. Um, and, and in turn, that makes me more confident and willing to, you know, go to the networking event or whatever. Because I feel like what I look like on the outside represents, you know, a put-together professional person, which is who I am. Yeah. And it's not about vanity is the thing. Like it's Yes, exactly. As a woman, it's really hard for me to want to spend money on clothes or on getting the hair done or the expensive makeup. And I mean, it's not something I'm super into anyways. And this isn't about being vain or being fashionable. It's about being professional, right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, putting yourself out there as a professional who's confident, who knows what they're doing and who should be trusted with someone else's money. It, yep. When you think of it that way, it doesn't seem as frivolous in my mind. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about um, wanting to look girly or making sure you're the most fashionable person there. It's whatever makes you feel comfortable and, right. you know, whatever you think represents you best. So And you as a brand, too. So, like, if your brand is more hippie and you want to rock the skirt, the long skirts, whatever, mm -hmm. do it. If you do more buttoned up suits, stuff like that, like, I think connecting it to your personal brand is kind of a big deal. Like you, you need to make sure that who your brand is consistent across everywhere. So people, how they meet you in person, we run into this, right? Where you see people on LinkedIn or YouTube or something like that. And you meet yeah. them in person or you see them somewhere else and their brand's not consistent. It's not about what you look like. It's the fact that your brand's not consistent. You wouldn't have, you know, we at SCJ, we wouldn't use, you know, green and orange on our Facebook and then switch over to purple and red on our Twitter exactly. because it's not consistent. It kind of goes back to building a personal brand. Right. So, I mean, all of these things, you know, the education through conferences and memberships, the technology, you know, computers, tablets, cameras, um, the clothing, you know, paying a VA or a house cleaner to do the work you don't want to do. I think at the end of the day, that all it all comes down to giving you the most time to do what you want, which includes work and then hopefully some mm -hmm. fun leisure stuff. And realizing that 
you owe it to yourself and your business to invest in things that are going to make you better. Absolutely. So, well, I think that's all we have for today. Um, Danielle, thank you for joining me. I had a no great problem. Time. Super me interesting too. topic. I enjoyed it. So what's so to close it out? What's the next thing you're gonna buy uh, for yourself or for your business? I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been weighing the getting my hair done. I struggle oh. with my hair. It's I dye it all the time. My oh, I'm not dyeing it right now because I'm pregnant. But um, apparently that's gonna give the baby an extra arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it. I have super wavy, super poofy hair, and I got burned. My mom used to take me to a hairstylist when I was a kid, and it was always her hairstylist, and they didn't get the hair. And I haven't trust trusted a hairstylist in probably 17 or 18 years. Oh, my but gosh. You've almost – yeah, I, haven't, I cut my own hair. I dye my own hair. I, I never go. I haven't since I was 14 years old, so – um, I, I'm considering it. We'll see. I'm going to blame you if they mess it up, though. Just oh, so no. you know. <laughs> oh no! Well, fingers crossed. You have good hair, so I, I would, I would trust that you'd find someone that would give you something you want. Yeah. What are you on the fence about? Uh, let me see. I'm pretty good about buying stuff that I want, which sounds bad. It um, makes Christmas shopping so hard, though. I know. Uh, you know, I have, and I don't know if I'm going to do this, but I have an iPad, but it's like the iPad 2 or something. So it's like mm -hmm. five years old and it still works, but it doesn't charge right. You have to put the cable in just the right way and it's kind of slow. And so um, I use my iPad a lot when I'm traveling. And so right. that's something I've considered buying either, if not another iPad, if maybe you know, um, the bigger size Amazon Fire or something like that. Yeah. I so. like the Kindle for reading, obviously not so much for work. Yeah. So I might either do that or I, I've heard that active noise canceling headphones are amazing for travel because, Ooh. um, I guess there's something digital in them where it cancels out noise instead nice. of just muffling it. And so I've looked into those two, those, but those are pretty pricey. I guess tablets are too, but um, 200 to 500 bucks. So who knows, but just something on the radar <laughs> for sure. So, well, thank you. And again, this is Kelsey Jones and Danielle and toes with search engine journal. Bye guys. This marketing nerds podcast has been brought to you by search engine journal for more news interviews and how to guides from marketing experts from around the world. Visit us at search engine